Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. Did you see how I went up there on Time Machine for Ooh, a change, Sam? Did you like that? Yeah, because yeah, it's mi- Monday and you're feeling fruity. Oh, yeah. thought I'd mix it up a little bit. It is. Yeah. It's Monday and we're here to look back at the previous weekend's football and all of its surrounding uh, psychodramas. Um, <laughs> a fairly mundane weekend, I thought, in terms of the Premier League, Sam. There was, there was a lot of goals. There was a lot of goals. There was a lot of predictable results. The league table's beginning to take shape, as they say, in the mass media. Mm. Um, Chelsea at the top with 15 points Liverpool also on 15 points Man City on 13 you still got Watford and Bournemouth hanging around in 4th and 5th but I don't think you should pay much attention to the league table at this point in time because it's basically the form league you know when they show the form league and it shows you the last 6 matches that's kind of where we're at Yeah, Watford and yeah, Bournemouth are, I mean, they're having good form but it, it won't mean a great deal you know come March or whatever so um, but yeah but you will read into Chelsea and Liverpool and City's form, won't you? Well, yeah, it means they're setting the pace. The, 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 probably the only minor surprise is Chelsea. People didn't know what to expect. They didn't do that well last season. Yeah. And it's a new manager, an unknown quantity. And, you know, they are absolutely flying. They are. And it's mainly thanks to Eden Hazard. If he wasn't yeah. there, if he'd gone, which he could well have done a month ago, they'd be in deep shit. He's a moody fucker, Eden Hazard, because yeah. he, he, if, he, if he's not happy with a manager, he just downs tools. Mm-hmm. He, he won the league for Mourinho, then he got the ump, didn't. Then he won the league for Conte, then he got the ump, didn't. Yeah. Now he's going to have a right good go at it for Sarri. Yeah. And then he'll probably whinge next season again. But that season that Chelsea won the league under Conte, a couple of seasons back, no one saw that come in. No one was predicting Chelsea won no, the league. No, that's true. I think the, int- the curious thing to me is... They've won all of their opening games, five out of five. They are playing really well. Hazard is probably the best player in the Premier League on his day, and he's having a lot of those days. Suddenly, a, a, a title race that everyone thought would just be Liverpool versus City, as I think, is showing signs of, of having a serious third contender. Yeah, yeah, true. I'm sticking with my prediction that Arsenal will finish third just because I'm stubborn like that. And yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal are no, doing all right. You've got no basis, have you? For no, no, not at all. But they have won the last three, and they did win at Newcastle on Saturday. Yeah. So you know, there's there's something there. Um, but by the way, just quickly um, on a more important note, I should say to our listeners that I am recording this in my 
large office, which is very right. echoey. I've, I've recorded it here once before. And ah, right. made comment about the echoey acoustics. Plus, there are other people in the background. So just go with it. It's part of the magic. If you hear things, yeah. like people are arguing, yeah. um, people <laughs> banging on the door asking for money, yeah. uh, a, a fax coming through from L.A., <laughs> Something like that. Just, <laughs> just, just imagine that's what's going on all around me all the time. Right. Well, I'm recording it from my house, um, right. so the only background noise you're likely to hear is the dog barking. If anyone walks past the the living room window, so that, yeah. that's the only okay. atmosphere well, we've, you're going to get from me. We've set the scene. That's important. We have beautiful. I'll tell you one thing that I did notice about the Chelsea match. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you, you caught this on match of the day. Just before the the match kicked off, uh, they showed a close up of Neil Warnock. And behind Neil Warnock, just sat behind the, the Cardiff dugout, was a fella, a fan, a Chelsea fan, and he was on the phone, and he was doing the whole cover the mouth while you talk thing. Fuck me. Yeah. Can you fucking what believe it? What on earth was he saying? Well, there, maybe he's cheating on his wife, and he knows that, and he's smart yeah. enough to know that he is in the uh, shot for Match of the Day yeah. because he's so, he's so, you know, close so I think that, you know, it could be but, legitimate. But, well, but if that is the case and his wife sees that, what's her response going to be? What the fuck, like, you, what? What the fuck are you doing talking with your mouth covered like that? What have you been saying? Who are you on the phone to? What's that all about? Who are you fucking chatting to? I saw your match of the day. Covering your mouth? Yeah. Who are you talking to? You're Ugh. talking to her at number 19 again? I think they're better off without each other. I think they should split up anyway. Yeah. I think the the kids, if there are kids involved there in There was, he was sat next to a kid. Yeah, so they might be happier anyway. Look, you know, I'm from a broken home. Mm-hmm. It has its advantages. I told you only recently, but you get to go to McDonald's yeah. every second weekend, regular as clockwork. Two happy homes are better than one miserable one. Yeah, I've yeah, you could that. argue that, yeah. Mm. But yeah, he's he's clearly up to something. I'd like to think it was some kind of piss take that he had set up with a mate. And he'd sit because if he sits there, he realizes the camera's going to be on him at some point, and he's gone. I'm going to do the cover the mouth thing, and you'll see it on match of the day. I'll do it for a tenner. Quite funny, but there's better things you could do. Yeah. I mean, if you said to your mate, "I'm going to be on match of the day," it would be better to like do the V's or something like that, wouldn't it? Hold Definitely. up a card. I was at the darts once, and the you know the cameras running and out of the crowds, you know, yeah. at the old uh, Ali Pally one at New Year, and I was off my tits because it was back in those days mm-hmm. before I got clean Andy and uh, I wanted to everyone else was dressed up as things like there was a great fight between a group of blokes dressed as Mario and another bloke <laughs> the group of blokes who'd come dressed as Luigi <laughs> and they started singing chants each other and in the end it started off as just nice banter but in the end it got horrible anyway you know me I want to be centre of attention and it's quite oh, yeah. hard and it's quite hard at the darts because there is so many colourful characters there. Yeah. And like I felt, hang on, I'm pushed out onto the fringes here. This isn't right. I'm Sam Delaney. Why aren't the cameras coming and looking at me? And it was because everyone else was in amazing costumes, you know, yeah. and just the darts is fucking very competitive. So I thought, what can I do? So I picked up a sheet of paper and I wrote in a black marker on it, marry me Anna, which is the name of my wife, who at the time I'd already been married to for like nine years. And I, I just held that up because I knew it would attract the cameras. <laughs> and they did come over to me and I'm getting down on one knee and everything like that. There is no way Anna's watching the darts and we're oh, already married. But it was the only, I had to think on my feet, Andy. Oh, Jesus, you pathetic I had, individual. I had, to, I had to think on my feet. 
and uh, it worked. Terrible, terrible man. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but that was in the bad old days. I, do, I wouldn't pull that shit anymore. No, in you fact, wouldn't I wouldn't, dream of doing that, no. I wouldn't go to the darts anymore because if you don't drink, then the darts at Christmas at Ali Pali, is, you're going to feel out of place. God, I'll hey, watch it on hey, the box. I, I go with my kid and I'm not allowed to drink, but we're in the family enclosure, so, so people there are only kind of like 75% pissed. Uh, right, you guys all right. We're in like a, a zoned yeah. off area, but then we come out into the open air outside, and there's inevitably someone receiving medical attention on the ground, either because My there's God. been a fight or they've just collapsed through overconsumption of alcohol. So I've just got to another, cover my son's eyes as we make our way towards the car. It's it's no place for children, Andy. I mean, another thing that happened there was that obviously there's an upper level, so there's people sitting in the upper tier of Ali Pali. And someone told me, I didn't see it happen, but one of the staff there, I said, what's the worst thing that's happened in the last couple of days? <laughs> and he said, there was one fella, he puked in his own pint glass, filled out to the brim, then put it on the ledge, then stumbled forward, oh. knocked it, and it fell on another guy's head. Oh, Jesus. And that is the darts for you. Oi, oi, oi! And they say it's not a sport. Fucking hell. <laughs> this is it. Best match of the weekend for me, and I reckon you'll agree with this, was Everton 1, West Ham United 3. Oh, mate. Did you enjoy what it? What a day for me. I was walk- I was working on talk radio, right, till w- 4. And that was when <clears> the kickoff was. So I jumped in the car at uh, 4 and had it on the, the wireless the first half. I couldn't believe it. I was driving along. When we went 2-0 up, mm. I couldn't believe when we were 1-0 up. When we were 2-0 up, I was like, this is a dream. I had zero expectations of us winning. Zero, Andy. Yeah. I'd t- brief the kids to, like, you know, get them ready. I said, listen, don't expect anything from this. We, uh, Goodison is not a, hunt- a happy hunting ground for the Hammers, even uh, when we're on form. We are going to get demolished today. And then I got round my mum's to pick up my family who'd been there for Sunday roast. I sat there, mate, eating my warmed-up, Leftover Sunday roast, followed by Bakewell tart and custard, and mm. my mum has got one of those old people chairs that you can, <laughs> that, that that has a remote control, you know, like yeah. so it leans you back, can go back and all it. of yeah, them. Yeah, my dad's got one as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, they're like the best chairs in the world. Does it vibrate so, as well? Oh, I don't know. I haven't found that button, <laughs> but I'm sat on that chair. With my roast pork microwaved lunch, yeah. watching West Ham win 3-1 against Everton, it doesn't get any better than that, it, it does it? It probably doesn't. It's the best Sunday ever. <clears throat> but um, what about Lucas Perez? There's a story that he refused to warm yeah. up and come on as a sub. And Treeface yeah. has denied it. Treeface reckons that he just wasn't ready. I'm sorry, if you're a substitute, you've got to be in a state of readiness at all times. At all times. Because Yeah, I think I heard someone on TalkSport this morning, I think it's a journey saying that he was Lucas Perez was not a popular figure at Arsenal in the changing room. Right, he's uh, uh he, apparently he's one of these guys who does things his own way, like it or lump it. So I don't know whether or not he'd just refused to warm up when told. And so to make a point, Pellegrini went, "All right, well that fella is warmed up, so fuck you," which I think is yeah, a good show move. Him. <laughs> it's a, it's a good move. It's a good uh, it's a power play, isn't it? It's a power play by Perez, but I don't think Treefierce reacted well to it. Treefierce should have just put him on anyway. So you're not going to warm no, you up. Ju- you're not going to warm up, are you not? Right, we'll fucking get on anyway. See no, how long you last. That, that's cutting off your nose to spite your face, yeah, mate. Yeah, but you were 3 1 up anyway. Player. You were 3 1 up anyway. You weren't going to lose the match. You've got to show yeah, them who's but... boss. 
Oh, I don't know. I think he was showing him who's boss by saying you can't come on. He didn't want to come on, though. So he won. Perez won. Is, he won the oh, power play. Okay. He didn't want to come Why wouldn't he want to come on? Well, why would you? It's fucking hard well, work, isn't it? Playing football's fun. Yeah, maybe it's not for him, though. Maybe he doesn't like it. Some footballers. Like football. There are some footballers that don't like playing football. Yeah, that's true. And he's, you know, he's, he's thinking, you know, we're 3 1 up. We've won the match anyway. What's what's to be gained from me going on, running around for a bit? Yeah, well, he's not that good anyway. I prefer Mikel Antonio. <laughs> well, there you go then. But we've been work- I-, I met a-, a lad last week who I was working with. It turns out he's Mikel Antonio's best mate. He went to school with him. Nice so one. obviously, I'm tremendously excited. <laughs> Um, and you're ingratiating yourself it, even more with this person. Well, this lad's a nice lad, right? And he was working for me in a quite junior posi- uh, position. And I was sort of, you know, friendly towards him, but not gushing. Just like, hello, mate. Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah. Until he revealed that he was best friends with Mikel Antonio, <laughs> at which point he was basically more senior than I was. Have you now got him sitting in the desk next to yours? <laughs> yeah, it, like literally in the end, I could tell he was like, oh, fucking Christ, here he comes, here comes Sam again. That he'll just want to ask me loads of questions about West Ham. But he did tell me, he was telling me what a good bloke Mikel Antonio was, which I'd always thought he seemed like a nice bloke. And he said, yeah, we went to school together. He went the other day, he was uh, back in West London, because they're from West London. And he said, uh, he said he wanted to come round and see my mum. He hasn't seen my mum in, a, in, a, in quite nice. a while. So I thought, that's nice. And he said, yeah, come around, see my mum in Shepherd's Bush and, uh, and she'll cook you some dinner. He went, yeah, great. And he went, keep it low-key, though, mate, because we don't want all the kids crowding around the house when you get out of the car. And I went, yeah, of course I will, mate. Of course I will. Bloody hell, I don't want it. I won't. I'll keep it low-key. And then the, the lad said to me, anyway, he turned up a couple of hours later in this and he showed me the picture. And I know the road where he's, because I'm from a similar area, I know the road in Shepherd's Bush where his mum lives. Some rows of terraced houses, quite a few sort of little gutter snipes on their bikes around the streets, yeah. you know. And he's pulled up in a bright lime green Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he has. came out and said, mate, I thought you said you were going to keep it low key. He said, I know this was the only car I had on me today. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I wonder if Mikel yeah. Antonio's mate, uh, who you work with, obviously, I wonder if his mum has got a, a reclining chair with a remote control. And that's why honestly, he went round. Do you think that's honestly, why he went round to have a go on the chair? There is no better way to watch. I mean, if you do, people talk about armchair fans. Well, I was working, plus we were away. I don't really go to many away games. If you're going to watch your team on the box, mm. in future, with West Ham on the box, I think I'm going to have to always go to my mum's to watch it if I'm For not the armchair game. experience, yeah. Do you get it into your preferred position and then just settle? I can't do that. Once I'm playing with the buttons, I have to continually play with them for the I'm, whole I'm not, minutes. I'm rarely allowed on it because <clears throat> it's my dad's really? chair. It's my dad's chair and one of my kids will invariably on it, be on it if he's not on it. So Yeah, I, I, exactly. I just, That's what my kids do. Uh, and the dog but sometimes ima- gets on it. So as, as you can tell, um, and you just know from stories I've told you in the past, my mum spoils me a great deal. Yeah, you are a big baby, me. aren't you? I'm a big baby, so it's like, I'll go, I've been at work, working. She goes, oh, poor say, been working, he must be knackered. Yeah, three hours talking shit on a radio station. <laughs> speaking of which, she, speaking of which, yeah. if you're listening to yeah, this and you want more of us, we're on TalkSport this Wednesday afternoon from 1 or 4. Covering yeah, just Hawks, a, Hawks and get it right as well, listeners. It's just me and Andy filling in for Hawksby and Jacobs. We're not guests on the show, we are presenting it together. We're taking basically this show... <laughs> Onto a national station. 
But what will we do? This is this is Brexit Britain, people. It'll be it'll be this show, but um, restricted by the Ofcom guidelines and the guide, editorial guidelines of the Talksport management. So it won't be quite yeah. the same. But um, it'll be, it'll be three hours of us talking shit, won't it? Yeah, which yeah. is good. Yeah. Getting back to Everton versus West Ham, um, I'd like to I'd like to declare at this point that Everton manager Marco Silva, who, as we know, is the uh, the lesser gang lesser gang member of the T Birds from Greece, who didn't yes. have a speaking part. No. Um, he is a fraud. Why? Because he, he clearly is. The Everton project hasn't started well. He's got one win in five, three draws. Uh, they lost 3-1 against West Ham yesterday. And at the very end, he just stood there, staring out into the pitch, sort of enigmatically, kind mm. of sucking his cheeks in a bit. Um, mm. And he just looked completely a man lost. Um, I don't think he, he he saved Hull when he was there for a bit. He had a good few months at Hull. He had a decent start at Watford, and then once Everton came knocking, it all went to shit because he wasn't interested anymore. And I don't think he's going to do anything at Everton. I think he's a fraud. I, bit, uh, I, I must admit. I mean, I don't know, but I've always did think that he, he developed this big name for himself. West Ham were seriously interested <clears throat> in getting him at yeah. one stage, and. I, th- I looked at his record, and I might be missing something, but you're right. He kept Hull up. Then he got... They, but they, they No, hang on. They went down, but they staged oh, a revival. God, yeah, they did. So That's he basically... Right, he went... He went, but he didn't get the blame for Hull going down because he'd come in halfway through the season, but he staged a sort of a valiant That's revival right. yeah, that didn't, didn't quite them. work out. Even worse then. Fucking hell. Yeah. Then he somehow got to jump ship to Watford anyway because they'd like what they'd seen. Then, he, like you say, he got off to a good start and Everton wanted. Then I thought, well, the reason, it, what adds up in your theory is if he wants to move to Everton that quickly, it means he kind of knows he's a fraud and thinks I might as well jump on the opportunity while <laughs> yeah. I've got it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what he did at Hull. He moved from Hull to Watford because he'd done quite half because he's like, I'll move now. Yeah. Then he thinks, I want to move straight away to Everton, get another big deal. And... Um, it would make sense because it was only a good start at Watford. Yeah. Their form started to nosedive shortly after the Everton thing and um, and he got sat. So he's, he's been at two sort of struggling, smallish clubs and yet they were so desperate to get him, they paid off Big Sam a large sum of money yeah. to get a much less experienced manager in. It's interesting. And it? looking at yesterday's performance, you kind of think they could do with someone that could organise the defence a little bit. Like, I don't know, maybe Big Sam. They yeah, they, they they had a lot of players missing. I think they had almost their full first back first nah, choice. I saw the lineup. There wasn't that many missing. They just haven't got a good team. All right. I mean, well, West, this has got, West Ham played well though, didn't they? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, this has to got no, fair, this has got nothing to do with the fact that I wrote a thing about Everton a few months ago and about how they should stick with Allardyce and I got so much I got dogs abuse on Twitter from, from the Everton Scousers fans. yeah it's not like Scousers <clears throat> to take loads of offence and make a big deal out of things and you know I'm not as you know I'm not the sort of man who holds a grudge and wants to make sure that I have the last laugh at, at some point in the future whatever it takes but I would like to say that Marco Silva is a fraud and Everton will probably get relegated this season no way mate I've said it That's a, mate. what Okay, what about Burnley? They're bottom of the table. Sean Dice says that he cannot blame their European adventures for it, but there's got to be some explanation. Might they go down, mate? No, Burnley won't go down. He'll sort it out. I think they can blame the European adventures. If they're going to blame anything, Dice is probably going to blame the fact they didn't buy any players. 
He did say that. I heard him on the radio. He said, I can't blame uh, Europe. We had a list of targets and they didn't land. So that's just the way it is. He's probably seething inside. Can you imagine imagine an enraged Sean Dyche? Fuck me. I don't like to imagine it. It would be a living hell. (laughs) You don't want to, do you? This is it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is it! Uh, Manchester City swept Fulham aside quite comfortably. Yeah. You know, to carry on with their... um, Impressive start of the season, four wins and a draw. But what was most notable for me about that was the two old ladies that were their mascots. Did you see that on Match of the Day? They had a one um, who was about 105 and a yeah. sister who was about 99 or something like that. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? I'd like to see more of that. Uh, nothing against the kids being mascots. It's good. It's good for them. Confidence and stuff like that. But I'd like to see them mix it up a bit. Um, old people as mascots, more of that. Yeah. Maybe heroin addicts as mascots, a different theme the each vulnerable. week. vulnerable, because you know it's so expensive to be a mascot. I mean, it's disgusting, the clubs. I know at West Ham I've heard stories about you have to pay, the parent has to pay a huge sum, yeah. which to me completely, you know, it goes against the ethos of what mascots are about. The mascot should be someone who is a loyal, passionate fan. Yeah. Of the, you know, and someone who, who you're trying to nurture to be a passionate fan into the future, the next generation of fans. And you know how much you feel about, how, you know, when you're about mascot age, Andy, what's mm. it, about eight, nine? Something like the that. Passion you, you, the passion you feel for your football club. It's intense. It burns. I mean, it's almost absurd. It, it's it, embarrassing to look back on. It infuses you and every week and moment, doesn't it? My God, yeah. And, you know, it should be a treat that you dish out and I don't know whether there should be a draw you draw a name out of a hat or what it mm. is but you certainly shouldn't have to fucking pay it's, and so it's actually only people with quite a few quid in the bank yeah, it's, it's who, an ex- who, get, who get it and in fact it should be the other way around should be the, the most vulnerable people yeah. whether that be a junkie yeah. uh, a pensioner a jalapeno so anyone <laughs> oh what Yeah, just someone who's vulnerable who loves their club I might have to cut that out you know Okay. Well, you said... Jalapeño. Yeah, sorry, cut that out. That's embarrassing. But you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Someone who's... Challenged. You know, a, a disabled person. Yeah. Someone who's differently abled. Yeah. Someone mentally ill. Yeah. It, 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 it's kind of becoming an extension of private education. 
where you've got yeah. to pay. You know, I, I mean, I pay for my kids to go to drama lessons on a Saturday morning because on one yeah. hand, it's good for their development. It makes them more confident and outgoing. Yeah. It's a skill they can use when they're older and also gets them yeah. out of me fucking hair for three hours. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a price worth That's paying. the main thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But, you know, it, that's, that. I see that as an extension of private education for good or for worse. But for mm. paying... 150 quid or whatever it is. I think it's 150 quid at Sunderland now, or from 100. I think, I've got, I'll look, yeah, I think it's more at West Ham. Oh, Premier League it will be. I mean, fucking Karen Brady, can you imagine the amount she's trying to milk out of them? So it should be means tested, if anything, surely. Luckily, my my kids don't want to do it. I mean, they like coming to West Ham, but I need to get them in the old drama lessons. I mean, like, my daughter, she'd hate the idea of being the centre of attention like that. Very much her mother's child in that sense. Really? It doesn't take after you <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, if it, if it was me, yeah, I'd be leaping on the pitch with some holding up a sign saying, marry me, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, mascots, we want to see more um, old people, junkies, and um, differently abled people. Let's just mm. say that. This is it! If we can dip briefly into the championship. Of course we can. Um, I... Liked. What do you think of Steve Bruce? He used to manage Sunderland, didn't he? He did. Uh, we didn't like him very much. He was all right for a bit, and then then it wasn't. And he got a bit moody because he thought that we didn't like him because he was from Newcastle. Newcastle. But he wasn't yeah. even from Newcastle originally. He was from Corbridge, which is sort of like further inland. And he wasn't even a proper Geordie. And it wasn't that the reason we didn't like. Him. We just didn't like him because his results were shit. So, do you have a yeah. point to make about him? Yeah, I just saw a quote. They lost. He's under a lot of pressure and they were asking him after the game, you know, the the fans are cross with you. Do you think you'll uh, be able to sit this out? And he said, well, I'm a resilient old toad. (laughs) And I thought that was a nice way of describing it to him because he does look like a resilient old toad, doesn't he? He does. He does. I'm not keen on the hairstyle now. He's had a crop quite short. He doesn't look as... um, he He looks like he's had a cut for a proper job. Yeah, he does actually, but he still looks like a toad, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. That's and he's fair. called himself. He's labelled himself a toad, <laughs> and uh, I just liked that. And also, Frank Lampard got sent off. He only got two red cards, I think, in his whole career. All right, um, as a player. But for Derby, they lost to Rotherham, oh dear. and he and he got sent off. And his quote afterwards was, "They should have sent us all off." <laughs> so he's obviously lost his composure. Like he was a very composed and you know unusually intelligent man, wasn't yeah. he? As a, as a player, but management sends you insane. Very overnight. He, he, he reckons he got sent off for leaving the technical area, and he went well. Yeah, by those standards, they should have sent off the other team's manager and all their coaches and all of my staff as well, because all of us left the technical area. Send us all off. Well, by sitting in the dugout, they were all not in the technical area. Is that what he's saying? Or did they say they were uh, all fucking he, dancing he, up and down the touchline? No, I think he left his little square, yeah. He left the, that little <sighs> square that you're not allowed out of, which is a silly rule anyway. They should let him go wherever the fuck they want. Management's not as easy as it looks, They're is adults. it, Frank? No. This is it! Spurs 1, Liverpool 2. Not good for Spurs. Uh, missing, two in a row Spurs have lost now missing Hugo Lloris of course who has got a mystery injury that he's picked up just after his conviction for drink driving yeah. uh, well they found vomit in his car yeah apparently he was puking on down himself which is pretty uh, it's pretty bad it's pretty- yeah it's pretty bad you shouldn't be getting you shouldn't be drink driving you shouldn't even forget the. I mean look mate you've just won the World Cup get yourself a fucking Uber first of all <laughs> yeah but second of all 
don't be drinking that much that you're throwing up down yourself anyway. You're a professional sportsman, for fuck's sake. You don't have to get that battered, but that's the French for you. Yeah. They used to just drink in tiny little glasses of pink wine, aren't they? <laughs> he's been out on the cans with fucking Deli Alley and the lads. Yeah, that's what's happened. So he's, he's out and he's got an injury for a few weeks. He's, he's got a thigh injury, apparently, but I think it's just they're just getting him out of the way while, he, while it all dies down. There was a, a, yeah. a very. Uh, f- do you know anything about Harry Winks? This Harry Winks character. He no, sounds like I, a kind of alternative version of Harry Kane. Like, yeah. Um, God, Godzilla and Godzuki. He's he's yeah, that's it. He's Godzuki. Um, Kane's Godzilla. Yeah. But um, Pochettino in the week said something about him. Um, football needs to be his focus, not the business around football. And it didn't. He didn't elaborate on what that meant. And then maybe you, he's got a stand selling hats and scarves outside the ground. Is that what it is? Do you think? Could be, yeah. Little badges. Yeah, of himself. Half and half scarves. And then yeah. it it could be right because Martin Tyler during the match on Saturday said about him, uh, he's a bright lad with an active mind. But again, Ooh. he didn't elaborate on what that meant. So I want to know if there's something is, going on with Winks. This is suspicious. Yeah, yeah isn't what it? the fuck is Winks up to? There's all kinds of hints being dropped here about him. What's, but he, what's he building behind the scenes? Is Harry Winks the... building some sort of fucking volcanic uh, a seabed lair with an army of white boiler-suited minions well, possibly, uh, but... driving, driving around golf buggies? What, what's that got uh, to do with the business around football, though? Well, he's trying to start up an alternative um, <laughs> sub, sub-aquatic premier, rival to the Premier League, all played in, yeah. un- under, in, in volcanoes underneath the ocean. Could be true. And he's going to trump the Premier League. You reckon? Got to start somewhere. He's probably just yeah. developing apps or something like that. Yeah. Aye, oh, aye. fucking hell. Aye, aye. We'll cut this bit out. And the, oh, we'll and leave the it in. Jalapeno. We'll leave it in. It's all set. Jalapeno. It's again now. Oh, fucking hell, man. All right. Okay, leave the alarm in, but the bad word out. Yeah, I might just blank that out. with it. I'll, I'll blank it out with... Jalapeno. Yeah. Every time you've better. said the bad word. No, don't, because then they might think I've said something even worse, like the N-word. It wasn't the N-word. I'll just say that, but it was a bad okay, word. all right. This, this is it. it. Manchester United won at Watford, which is nice for them. What do you think of their pink shirts? They're not that pink, are they? I was, I didn't know if I was seeing things properly or not. I thought, is this a bad... It, what it feels like is that I was watching those goals on my phone and I thought that the screen had just gone funny. I thought it was like a weird Instagram filter. <laughs> it's a white shirt, unless you're looking at it really close up and there's a little tinge of pink in it. Yeah, it looks like it's just been put in, a red sock's been put in yeah, the whitewash. in the wash, yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's been a lot of fuss about, oh, Manchester United have got a pink shirt. Well, they fucking haven't, so shut up. Yeah, and anyway, so what? I mean, pink's a thing now. Yeah, everyone's you know a, I mean? I've got a pink shirt. Well, it's, not, it's, it's not the 80s where you turn up wearing something pink and people go, oh, what are you? Yeah. I mean, I wore, I've got a couple of pink items and there's still witless people who will go, huh, Sam, trying to tell us something. Yeah, Bender. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, where, where are you going with this line of banter? Yeah, shall I'm, I? I'm, sh- shall I? Shall I? I'm a homosexual, and I'm trying to come out of the closet to my wife and children and everyone else by wearing this item of pink clothing. That's right, mate. Shall I? Shall I blank out Bender, or is that all right? Uh, no, that's all right. Okay, fine. People know that 
people know we're friends of the gays. Okay. It's just a, oh, very much so. Among the yeah. football podcasts, we're probably up there at the very top of the um, gay-friendly gay friendly list. Uh, yeah. All the minorities that listen tune into this. The gays, the lesbians, the bi's, the transgenders, and all the other ones, the ones who identify as different can't, genders, can't they're, quite recall. they're all welcome here. The miscellaneous, let's just the call The miscellaneous them. sexualities, all of you are welcome. Deviants of all kinds and stripes. <laughs> Not that we're saying doing any of those things is deviants. I mean, in many ways, mine and Andy's sex... No, let's not get it. Not that we're saying send us pictures of yourselves, but our DMs are open. That's all I'll say. Yeah. This is it! Finally, we cross to Bulgaria, Sam. Good. Where an amateur side, Athletic Kuklin, have been mm. drawn against the mighty Levski Sofia in the cup. Yeah. And they yeah. have vowed to uh, play the match while blind drunk, which I think is an Why? excellent thing. Because they're celebrating Why? the fact that they've, they've, said, they've done a tweet and they've said, long live village football, we will all drink our asses off ahead of the Levski game. It's it's a celebration. They're a tiny, tiny village team. They've got no right to be playing Levski Sofia. It's kind so of. So they're going to get battered. They they are. They're um, literally going to get battered in every sense. I'd yeah. love to go to this game. Yeah, it to should watch it. it should be live on Eurosport or something like that. Hopefully. Yeah, they should televise it. If not, I fancy a trip out there. That'd but, be good. Uh, Bul- Bulgaria is a scary place to go. I mean, what about there's that still that Scouse fan in the nick over there, isn't there? Is there from what? What did he do? Do you remember that? Wasn't there a Scouser and he went over? He was. He was trying to get to another away game in another country. Right. Oh, I can't remember. He got nicked. Some scouser got nicked for no reason and was banged up in Bulgaria and there was a big campaign to get him released. Don't remember so it, but I'll take you word that, for it. That, that could be us. So, no, maybe we it's, shouldn't It's go. not worth it, is it? No. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my most interesting story from the weekend. But um, I'd like to see... I'd like to see drunken football sort of take more place in the, the modern game because there's nothing better than playing football when you're pissed when you're a teenager if you're all pissed <laughs> up and you decide to have a game down of the park yeah it's fucking fantastic fucking great I remember once we were down at Powell Park same park as where Matthew Judkins did that shit oh hang on someone's trying to call me Yeah, I was at Power Park, which is the park made infamous by Matthew Judkins doing a shit out of a tree. Yeah. This was some years later. Teenage Friday night, cans of beer, uh-huh. marijuana cigarette, marijuana cigarettes, and an old football. Playing football in your jeans, pissed and stoned. Bloody great. Then out of nowhere, I hear a rumbling. It's fucking Fatty Morgan has got a bloody motorbike from somewhere. What? Right? And and we haven't seen him in ages because he's long since been thrown out of the school. And he suddenly emerges <laughs> on this motorbike and a big helmet on. And we're like, we didn't know who it was at first because his face was hidden. Then he lifts up the visor. We go, ah, oh, it's Fatty Morgan. And he just fucking charges at our football match. starts chasing us all around. <laughs> he was pissed too. It was, of course he uh, was. It, Friday night. Yeah, he was pissed on his bike. We were pissed playing football. We hadn't seen him in months, and he suddenly jumped out of nowhere like evil, like a fat evil Knievel, yeah. and chased our football pitch all around Powell Park. You know what? Your school life is starting to sound a bit like Grinch Hill, but a much better version of it. Mm, yeah, I haven't got onto the heroin stories I, yet. I reckon we should be pitching Channel 5 
a reboot of Grinch Hill, but for adults yeah, only. I've got loads of other good ones. Ne- I won't tell it now, it's too long. But remind me next week. My my daughter's just started at that school, Jesus. so I'm getting a lot of memories coming back to me. <laughs> and I posted a picture of myself on Facebook back at the old school. And of course, there's loads of mates who you haven't seen for years and years. You see the picture on Facebook, and everyone's getting tremendously excited and sharing stories. Yeah, I I shared with the new headmaster. I said, oh yeah, I was trying to have a bit of banter with him. I said. Because I was there for an open evening last week. I said, uh, over there, around the back of the gym, that's where we used to go for uh, Cheeky Fag. <laughs> and he didn't laugh at all. Really? How he curious. Shout- <laughs> he shouted over to one of his teachers and went, can someone patrol the back of the gym immediately? <laughs> and I was like, wait, I'm talking about 1988. I'm not saying it's happening now. It's just a bit of fun. You know what? That makes but- you now. You're a grass. Oh, no. It's You're awful. a grass. But anyway. Grass. I'm um I'm going to tell you next time about the story when I got stuck up the fence right. um of the five aside pitch at school and uh okay yeah we'll do that next time well coming up on Wednesday we've got the next season look back which is 2003-2004 I think great and then we're going to do a bonus episode this Friday aren't we we're going to do a preview of the week's weekend's football and look back at the Champions League stuff and your story about the fence there's no way you can get excited about uh, the weekend's football ahead or feel ready to consume it unless you've listened to mine and Andy's insightful analysis and preview, which we'll, you'll, you'll be getting in our new weekly preview episode available on Fridays. There you go. So thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe, etc., etc. Follow us on Twitter at TF Time Machine. Tell your friends, most importantly. Because, yeah, fuck's um, sake. Jesus Christ. Don't just sit there smugly enjoying it to yourself. Yeah. Tell everyone else to listen to it. Selfish cunts. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Anyway. Bye. Anyway, thank you. Bye. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns